Hi, everybody. Welcome to Trek Trek. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Randy Nelson. Hey, everybody. Hey, Justin. How's it going, Randy? Oh, it's going great. How about you? Pretty good. Been busy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it. Uh, I, all, we've just been running around doing all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still have time for our favorite show. I don't is it is it your favorite show? Currently? It's probably not my favorite show currently, but it's very How good. How dare you? How dare you? It's very good. It is very good. And and we'll be talking about how it's it's different. Yeah, so we're talking about Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's uh this is a good season so far. Yeah, and it's it's you know, it's they're keeping things fresh. Uh you know, as much as I as I really loved the first season, this one's this one's bringing some new elements, some new dynamics, mm-hmm. a new feel, if you will. Yeah. So, which one are we talking about? We're going to talk about season two, episode three, Point of Light, original mm-hmm. air date January thirty first, two thousand nineteen. Okay, and this is to just so we're not confused. This is not a point of light like a laser pointer. This is no. This no, is, we're going to find out. Okay. We'll, we'll find out what this point of light, this mysterious point of light they're uh, talking about. Okay, okay. Uh, episode begins with Michael's log, the star date 1029.46. Uh, Michael's been researching the signals and is trying to understand why Spock is so afraid of them. Um, Tilly is still seeing visions of her dead classmate, May, uh, but she wins the command training half marathon Anyway, uh, yeah. on the bridge of Discovery, the crew encounters Sarek's ship, but the person who beams over to Discovery is not Sarek, but Amanda, who tells Michael that Spock needs their help. Uh, then it's the opening credits. Uh, on Kronos, uh, Laurel and Vok show off their new ship, a Katinga-class vessel. So it should be familiar to longtime Star Trek fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Klingons, uh, Cole Shaw, the father of Cole, uh, is none too fond of Vok slash Tyler. Um, I'm going to call him Vok and Tyler interchangeably. It's the same character. Right, right. He's he's fully melded now. Yeah. Uh, despite Laurel unifying the Klingons, uh, Cole Shaw still wears the face paint of his house. Uh, Koshal tells the other Klingons that the red signals are an ill omen since they appeared shortly after Lorel became chancellor. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's your fault. Yeah, he's stirring up some trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, back on Discovery, uh, Amanda has stolen Spot's medical file and hands it to Michael. Uh, back on Kronos, uh, Vok slash Tyler gets, still gets no respect and he still doesn't feel any affection for Lorel. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's still got that the Tyler memories in there, and mm-hmm. and his relationship with Michael, yeah. Uh, on Discovery, Amanda and Michael want Pike to open Spock's file uh, via a call on a screen, not via hologram. I noted because mm-hmm. uh, Pike he doesn't like uh, holograms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm I'm with him. I like the good old fashioned view screen, please. Uh, so they discover that uh, Spock is wanted for murder. Uh, all three of the all three of these characters know that that story is BS. So right, right, yeah. It's so, nice that they're all on the same page. Yeah, I mean, Pike believes in his people. He's friends with Spock. 
obviously mm-hmm. Michael is Spock's sister and Amanda's Spock's mother. So, mm-hmm. uh, so Pike wants to rescue Spock and orders Michael to break into Spock's medical file. Uh, Michael succeeds, and she and Amanda find out that Spock has been diagnosed with, quote, extreme empathy deficit, a.k.a. psychopathy. Hmm. Uh, uh, Amanda blames herself uh, because she wanted to raise Spock in the Vulcan way and show no emotions and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, Suddenly, they see Spock's drawings of the Red Angel, something that Spock has drawn since he was a little boy. Mm-hmm. And we find out some more about that. Uh, Michael gets a call from Tyler. Tyler wants the Federation to know that Laurel is facing insurrection, which would end the peace between the Federation and Klingons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael has heard that the Klingons have started growing their hair again after the war ended. So, uh-huh. so this is how we get the, the this is how we get to the Klingons that we know. Right, right, and and Worf with his little page boy cut. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, on the Discovery's bridge, uh, the command training program cadets are shadowing bridge officers. Um, Tilly's friend May is looking for a different captain, though. Uh, someone less funny, more terrifying, shorter, blunder, and much, much whiter than Pike. Okay. Uh, hmm. Who could that be? Uh, and standing up to May, it looks like Tilly is yelling at Pike. And <laughs> Tilly quits the command training program yeah she needs to get to sick bay yeah uh back on chronos tyler thinks he's being spied on by laurel's uncle uh it turns out her uncle was indeed keeping a secret from tyler and that secret is the son of laurel and vok oh son of vok uh, Laurel learned that she was pregnant while Vok was becoming Tyler. Uh, she had not named the baby and had the baby hidden away because the baby is a liability. Uh, when Vok sees the baby, uh, uh, or when Tyler sees the baby, Tyler feels whole and decides to stay with Laurel to form a new love story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, the baby actually did bring the family together. <laughs> yeah, the little, and, and it's a little, uh, he's a little albino like uh, Vok. Yeah. Uh, Amanda tells Michael that Spock foresaw the Red Angel the night Michael ran away from home after the attack from the Logic Extremists, as seen in Uh the first season of Discovery. Uh Uh, Apparently, the Red Angel told Spock where Michael was. Uh, Michael wanted to keep Spock safe from the Logic Extremists, so she hurt Spock deep enough that the relationship was severed. Uh, An angry Amanda tells Michael that she will find Spock on her own. Okay. Like, basically, how dare you hurt Spock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, back on Kronos, uh, Cole Shaw kills Laurel's uncle and kidnapped Laurel and Vox's baby. Uh, Cole Shaw had sensor implants in his face paint, so when Tyler tried to wipe the paint off, he inadvertently allowed Cole Shaw to hear about the baby and about uh, Tyler giving information uh, about the council to Michael. Yeah, so. that's some high tech stuff. Yeah, it's uh, like it's not good. Little nano n- nan- nanites in his face paint. Yep, uh, it's like Metal Gear. It's all nano machines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Michael and Tilly's quarters, uh, Tilly tells Michael about May. Uh, May uh-huh. makes the comment about not knowing what tears are, which leads Michael to conclude that May is not a ghost or part of Tilly's subconscious. Michael deduces that the asteroid shocked Tilly and not Michael because it was reacting to the spores. 
Uh, so Tilly should talk to Stamets. Uh-huh. Uh, on Kronos, Cole Shaw tries to blackmail Lorel into giving up her position as Chancellor, but she and Tyler fight and ultimately kill Cole Shaw's soldiers instead. Cole Shaw shocks and paralyzes Lorel and Tyler and forces Lorel to sign the document. Uh, before Cole Shaw can kill Tyler, however, a mysterious hooded figure shows up and slaves Lorel and Tyler. And that hooded figure is Philippa Giorgio. Hey, she's Fashion Giorgio. Showing up in a in a cool outfit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you would expect no less from the Emperor, right? That's true. She was looking very uh, Empress-y. Uh, Imperial? Imperial. Imperial. Say that. Uh, she is there to ensure that Laurel remains Chancellor and warns Laurel that both uh, Tyler and the baby are liabilities. Mm-hmm. Got to get rid of them, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, can't let uh, this this uh, uneasy pact between the uh, Starfleet and the Klingons, uh, you know, be dissolved. Mm-hmm. On Discovery, Stamets finds a fungal parasite, a.k.a. May. Uh, in Tilly, uh, mm. May tells Tilly that Stamets is the captain that she has been looking for. Uh, Tilly recalls that she was exposed to the Terran universe's fungi, which is where that, uh, which is where May came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, using the point of light, the point yeah. of light. Mm-hmm. Uh, using the asteroid extraction tool, Stamets rec- removes May from Tilly's body. <laughs> it's basically like a big booger or <laughs> like uh you know uh slimer from ghostbusters or something right uh back on chronos laurel admits to having a child with vok but she tells the council that tyler was a traitor who communicated with the federation and killed their son uh so she had tyler executed she holds up both tyler and her son's heads as she <laughs> says this Pretty gruesome. It is, but it's effective. Uh, she also says that Coleshaw died while saving Laurel's life from Tyler. Uh, Laurel tells the council that the Klingons are now her children and that she will no longer be called Chancellor and will instead be referred to as Mother. Oh. Uh, meanwhile, on Giorgio's ship, Tyler and his son are very much alive. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyler sends his son to a monastery for the most devout followers of Kalis. Uh, his son will never know about Tyler or Laurel, but he will be safe. Uh, Giorgio offers Tyler a job at Section 31. Ooh. And it appears that Section 31 wanted to recruit him for a while. Yeah, I mean, he's a Klingon that's in disguise. He's like a Transformer. Yeah. He's Klingons in disguise. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, a lot happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's there's a lot going on. I mean, we, we had needed to, to catch up with the Klingons. Yeah, we needed to see what was going on with them. I mean, and I think you know they they had a couple of competing storylines here, right? Mm-hmm. Or there were at least three. They have the search for Spock. They have Tilly's ghost, <laughs> and then they have uh, they have Vok and Laurel, right? right. Yep. And uh, it looks like there's been a resolution to Vok and Laurel. Um, definitely not a resolution to Spock and I guess not a resolution to Tilly's ghost either. Tilly's not ghost. Tilly's, Tilly has a fungal infection. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, so it's pretty Tilly's, severe. Tilly's fungal parasite. Yeah. Yeah. The point of light as it were. I mean, I, I, they made a point of a point, get it, of showing the point of light landing on her in, yeah. in season one. So yeah. now we know, you know, that's, it's cool to see these threads uh, tied together even if they are gross and gooey um when they get extracted 
What did you, you think of this one? Uh, it was cool. Uh, I always like to see uh, Giorgio uh, show up. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a little bit concerned that they're doing too much Section 31 stuff. I mm-hmm. kind of preferred, like, they would show up occasionally in DS9 or whatever. But yeah. it, was, it was pretty sparing. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit concerned that they're going to do too much Section 31 stuff this season. But we'll see. Yeah, it'll just be like, hey, here's uh, this new plot element. Well, and, and I think, you know, as we've heard um, and we've talked about on the on the cast, uh, you know, um, Michelle Yeoh is going to have her own uh, her own Star Trek series that is, I guess, ostensibly. And now I would say it's pretty confirmed that it's going to be focusing on her Section 31 time. Yeah, this is the uh, backdoor pilot yeah, for that show. This is the backdoor pilot. She has her own ship. She has now has Tyler and other like cast me- main cast members that we met. Um, so I, you know, it's a, they needed. I guess they needed to introduce this spinoff uh, within the main show, and I think that's what they did in this episode. Um, oh, this episode was also this was from the director of the Calypso short. Hmm, um, nice. So uh, yeah, very. Um, kinetic directorial style i noticed there's a lot of really fast cuts and a lot of really fast camera movements uh it was it was definitely different uh from all the kind of preceding episodes um there was a they tried to have a fight sequence <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds kind of bad that they tried to but you know there was like a fight sequence with laurel and tyler and uh there was a lot of gruesomeness uh it seems like whenever the the uh, the Klingons, whenever they go back to the Klingons, there's always, you know, a lot of gruesome stuff happens. And that was uh, definitely no, no different here. Yeah. Like, severed heads. Like, a severed baby's head. Yeah, that was pretty it, messed up. first for Star Trek, I think. Uh, pretty certain that was. Uh, and then the way that, uh, the way Giorgio gets rid of them with her disruptors. The disruptors are gross. Uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely interested to see where, where all this stuff goes with May. What the heck? Spock is clearly being set up for something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm also not super into the Red Angel storyline so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I feel like the show kind of would be better if it didn't have this kind of through line. Like if they would just mm-hmm. kind of went on their own adventures, mm-hmm. it might be a better show. Right, and you know what we've not really seen so far what we saw in in the short tracks were you know some some focuses especially with um saru uh we got to see kind of their backstory and i think that's something that you know that if anything that was kind of the through line of of next gen were the personal backstories of the characters and kind of how they all uh, fit together in terms of the ensemble cast right um whereas here you know there's almost like this artificial connection between everything mm-hmm. um and yeah the red angel so far is is just like the i guess maybe not the MacGuffin, but it's just like this plot device you know to kind of say okay well we've got this you got to keep watching because we're going to solve this mystery by the end of the season um but hopefully we see more you know side side stories mm-hmm yeah i want to see more of the crew being developed uh there's a Mm -hmm. lot of characters out there on discovery that we don't really know right i I mean mean, we've talked about this before but like we know michael tilly Mm -hmm. saru uh we know pike because it's pike from (laughs) the old show uh Mm -hmm. stamets 
but and, there's still a lot of characters that we don't kind really of know it. yet. <laughs> we know that one of the bridge crew is from a Luddite collective or a Luddite colony or, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But that's about it. We know that, um, you know, one was injured when, um, you know, in, in the pilot. Um, we know there's an android. Yeah, robo. but we don't know. We don't really know anything about them. Right, right. Like, I, I definitely want to know what the the androids deal is. Right? Like, who is this person? Or who's this this robot? What are they doing there? Anyways. But overall, it was good. Yeah. It pushed things along. Yeah. It resolved some things. Uh, There's a lot going on in this episode. Yeah. Uh, It might have wrapped up the Klingon stuff a little too neatly, the whole Tyler situation. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Yeah. Had to get him into the spinoff. Uh, next time, we're going to talk about an obble for Karen. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah. We'll talk about some old balls. <laughs> Obbles? I don't know. Whatever. We'll talk about them, however you say them. <laughs>